Welcome to Business and Money Mentors. Together, Mia, your business mentor, and Bonnie, Miss Money Boss, guide you on the need to knows to grow and manage your business successfully. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. Whether you're in sunshine around the world in the Southern Hemisphere or whether you're snowed in on the East Coast or it's raining here on the West Coast, welcome, welcome. Hey, Bonnie. Welcome to the show. Hey. Good morning. It's raining. It's pouring. And oh, my goodness, my car is getting clean. I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) The the way some people in California wash their cars. (laughs) Yes, the lazy ones like me. I might be I might be lazy, like on doing some of like the cleaning and the things like that, like domestic stuff. But I'm definitely not lazy in business because that's where my focus is. So. Hey, we got. We all have our strengths and weaknesses, and we just need to know what they are, right, Mia? Exactly, and that's why today we're going to be talking about the five key people on your team that you need to have. And this is very powerful stuff because people just don't know, right, Bonnie, exactly who they need and what's yep. what. They're always asking us, "What do I need here? How many people? You know, all that kind of stuff." So. Um, let's, I'm going to just run through the five and then Bonnie is going to hop in and, uh, pretty much take the lead. I'm going to assist her today. So the five key people on your team would be your coach, accountant, insurance, bookkeeper, and assistant or VA. We also have other people depending on your needs that we're going to share too, but we want to share why these are very important. Okay, so yeah, so let's start with the coach. (laughs) So um, if you did not hear our show last week, um, one of the things that I was talking about is I made a huge mistake in business when I started my sex butter business because I did not have a coach at the time. And by not having a coach, I ended up naming my product completely wrong for the market of person that I wanted it to go to, or I wanted that person to be attracted to my product. So one of the things that I really learned from this, this was like literally about a $200,000 mistake at least, if not more. It could potentially be more because I could be losing more and more sales every day from this mistake. So having a coach to guide you when you are starting out your business is extremely important. You definitely would like, ideally have a business coach. You know, there's, there are some things that you need to know about structure, about setup. Like, for instance, I'm going to give you an example. Like, when, when somebody's opening their business, right, from the money perspective, one of the things that here are the things that I guide them on. First of all, I tell them to make sure that they have, you know, a business name of some type, whether they're doing business as a sole proprietor or they're doing business under a corporation, to have a business name and to make sure that they have separate bank accounts and check and credit cards that they are using specifically for business. So I always suggest to have a savings account and a checking account as well as one credit card, even if it's just a personal card that you only use for business. You also need to have separate PayPal accounts for business 
or Venmo or any other type of source that you are using to pay vendors or receive money from. You need to have separate ones set up for you for business, separate from your personal. You know, um, some of the other things that I guide people on are, you know, who they're going to have on their team. So here's an example. It's like there may be certain types of insurances that you need to have in business, like liability insurance, or if you have a product, you need to have product liability insurance, which is completely different from general liability. You also might need cyber insurance, which is something that we're going to be talking about in the next couple weeks because this is like the new insurance on the rise that business owners need to protect themselves from hackers and, you know, things that are going on in the cyber world where people's sites are getting hacked and broken into. And pertinent information like credit card stuff could be being stolen and used for bad things. So, you know, these are just some things as an example that I guide people on when they're first setting up their business. Why? Because I'm a coach and I'm a business coach and a money coach and I want to make sure that people are starting out with the basics of things that they need right out the door so that they're protected and their, and their structures are set up properly. I have a question. Regarding the Absolutely. liability, the, regarding the insurance you were talking about, share with people the difference between the general liability compared to regular liability, please. Okay. So, like, let's say you have a brick-and-mortar store or you have an office that people come into. So somebody could walk into your office and they could slip and fall. That is general liability. They can get injured on your property, and you would have liability toward that injury. So that would be an insurance that you would get if you had an office or you had a place of business that your clients actually physically come to to work with you. If you're working out of your home and you're dealing with your clients online, you don't need to worry about general liability insurance. However, if you have a service business and you let's say, make a mistake that ends up costing your client money, you would want to have general liability insurance because if that mistake is a big one, it could cost you a fortune, depending on what that is. I don't really know. It depends on the type of business that you're in. So you need to have, you need to deal with an insurance broker that understands insurance, understands the type of business that you're in and can really guide you on what insurance is best for you and what you need and what you don't need. That's the key here is that you definitely need to have an insurance broker on your team who is guiding you as to what you need. So I'm going to give you an example. In my service business, which is my accounting business, I have general liability insurance and I have cyber security insurance. And the cyber security insurance protects me in case my computers or my clouds got hacked and people had access to the pertinent data, you know, uh, which would be, in my case, it would be uh, social security numbers, addresses, um, people could have identity theft, um, accounts could be broken into and and people could have money stolen. So, you know, this is a big liability issue for me. So I have cyber insurance because I want to make sure I'm protected from that. 
where in my sex butter business, which is my product business, the only type of insurance I really need there is product liability because I use PayPal for to collect all my money. So PayPal stores all of the credit card information. It does not get stored on my site. So I don't have any liability because PayPal has the liability. So in that case, I only need, pro- I only need product liability insurance. However, if I wasn't collecting money from PayPal, but I was using a merchant account, like most people do, like money is coming in through your Wells Fargo merchant or a third-party merchant of some type that isn't a protected merchant, then you have liability because that means that the credit cards are being stored on the back end of your store. So this is why it's very important that you have the right insurance person on your team who makes sure that you are covered just in case, you know, something happens. Now, for the product, um, you have sex butter, and and I'm thinking back to when um, I had the frozen food company back in the 80s, we had major insurance in case somebody got sick, died, whatever, from right. our product. So right. that's important for people to understand, too, that, that it's not just, um, you know, that there's more ramifications, and it doesn't mean we're not sharing this for you to become fearful and say, oh, I can't go into business. It's for you to understand that there are measures to protect you. Exactly. And you need to take them. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's lovely. So let's go back to, since we covered the insurance pretty well, so that's one of the key people on your team because uh, you need to have that to protect your stuff. Let's go back to coaching um, because we went from coaching into um, payments and stuff. So the aspect of coaching is they keep you in line. They keep you um, up to date and current on what you are requiring. We all seek advice from people in our life. So if you think about, and I'm, this just hit me, you think about, depending on religion, status, culture, whatever, there are people who go to priests for advice or to, mm-hmm. you know, talk about stuff. There are people that go to therapists. So when you're dealing with your business, it's very, very smart to hire a coach, um, right. whomever that is, right? And I'm sure you've had this experience too, Bonnie, where you've hired a coach and they just were not a fit for you. They just yep. couldn't reach you or move you forward. I remember spending the most money on a coach that I ever have in, in you know, for monthly costs or overall costs, and he refused to read my stuff, and I was a poet. <laughs> so oh my god like, this, this is ridiculous we're trying to create a book etc and other stuff so the thing is is get somebody who who fits you who works for you be aware um you know you can ask for referrals for for your coach that you're going to meet um can i talk with anybody else who has worked with you check out their website check out their reviews or testimonies do your due diligence so that you're not throwing money out and, and in a hole somewhere. Make sure you have a conversation with that coach. I have an online group coaching for my love program, and people are signing up without meeting with me. And that's okay because I guess they follow my work, but I still send them personally a letter stating, would you like to meet with me before the group begins? Because I think that it's very important for us to understand who we're working with and who we're putting our business, our personal life, whether you hire a coach for fitness or for weight loss, whatever it is, 
make sure that you feel that they are the right person for you. Right. Well, and so when you're having, so let's go back to when you're having the conversation with that coach, you know, while you're talking to them, feel into how you are feeling, ask them some questions, see how they respond. How does your body resonate when they are giving you information? Is it, does it feel good? Does it feel like you're something you're moving towards or does it feel like something that's repelling you? I know that in the past, I didn't really understand that I needed to be more selective on coaches. And so there have been several occasions. I've probably, I'm going to be honest, I've probably spent about $20,000 with coaches that I did not resonate with and ended up having no benefit from. So I think it's really super important that people understand who they're working with and make sure that you're working with somebody that it makes you feel good to work with them. Like you want to work with them. You have a desire to work with them. Even that doesn't mean that you're not going to go through any painful stuff. Like it doesn't mean that things won't be challenging for you. It doesn't mean that it's going to be smooth and easy. I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about is if you are working with somebody who is, has the knowledge and the ability and is able to help push you to whatever point you need to get to, to get to the other side, whatever that other mm-hmm. side is for you, you know, and, because and it's different at different times. Exactly. And when you're working with a coach or you're um, interviewing a coach, as Bonnie said, pay attention to how your body feels. Our bodies don't lie, and most of humanity doesn't pay attention to our bodies. So when you're working with someone, are you excited to come back and work with them again? Do they inspire you? Do they honor your work, your business, your thoughts? Do Be aware of what makes you motivated and work better and more progressive, because that's the type of coach that you're going to want. In any, in any field, whether it's business or whether it's, you know, at the gym. So, and most people can understand a coach at the gym over a business coach or a life coach or this or that because, you know, the world is opening up to this huge field. So be aware of how you're feeling. When I work with business coaches, I am so excited to actually see them. And I am a business coach, but I'm excited because they are spurring along my business and my sense which motivates me to work harder, do more. So that's what you want your business to thrive on is that's your gasoline literally within you is if somebody can motivate you and give you information to keep moving forward at, a, at the pace that you feel um, is good for you. If you feel that, that it's too fast or too slow, speak up, talk to them because they don't know you until you speak up. We once had or I once had a, a client last year where we produced a show and um, they went through the entire preparation and everything. We were one month before launching it and come to find out that they weren't happy with it because they liked me so much, which I adore, I adore them and love them. They liked me so much. They didn't want to hurt my feelings. Well, it's not hurting my feelings. Yeah. It's not hurting my feelings or your coach's feelings. You have to be honest about your business. This is your company. This is your business. And so we had to redo the the entire thing. So, guys, 
be honest with yourself and be honest with the person that you're working with. No matter how much you respect them, adore them, have fallen in love with them, keep it professional because this is your livelihood. This is your legacy, whatever you're creating. So it's incredibly important for it to be attuned to how you operate. And your coach isn't going to know that unless you answer the questions correctly. So really, in in essence, we're growing up big time here when we have a business of our own, just like other areas of our life, because we, right. we are the ones that step forward. This is my company. This is the way I want it represented. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So let's talk no a little bit. Are, are we through with coaching? Should we move on to a chem? Well, I just wanted to say that there are a variety of different types of coaches and, you know, at different points and times in your business, you may need, you know, a different type of coach. So just understand that not all coaches are created equal, okay? Mm-hmm. And Definitely. make sure that whatever it is your needs are, that you're looking for a coach that can service those needs. You know, like mm-hmm. if you're looking to learn how to manage the money in your business, you're not going to hire a life coach for that. You know what I mean? Right. Or you're not going to hire a branding coach. You're going to hire somebody that deals with those types of things. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, I know that there are a lot of coaches that say, oh, well, you know, I coach this and I coach that and I coach like a million different things and blah, blah, blah. Make sure that they really are coaching and that they really do have a viable business and people really are succeeding in whatever it is that you want to hire them for, okay? Yes, and ways that you can do that, right, is looking on how they're doing on LinkedIn. Follow them on social media. Look at, like we said before, look at your testimonies, your reviews. All of these are ways that you know, besides having a conversation with them, um, that they're that they're doing exactly what they say that they can do. And, and exactly. Bonnie, let's give people ideas of what kind of coaches are out there because this is an opening of awareness overall. Okay. There's book coaches. There's people who write, help you write your books, right? There's, there's copywriting who, coaches. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, and then there's, and, and this is on a personal note, but people don't understand this. There's coaches who help men and women in relationships. There's coaches who help women with their uh, feminine parts or their yonis. There's men that empower men, you know, men coaches who empower men to stand up and understand how to, um, you know, be the man in a relationship. There's everything out there that you need, whether it's a chef coach, whether it's, you know, a workout coach. What are some of the ones right. that you've Yeah, there's coaches? coaches for everything. So basically, you can, you can find a coach. All you have to do is Google it, and you can, you'll be able to yep. find a coach for anything. That's for sure. Yep. So that's the whole point is that there are plenty of people out there. You just want to make sure that you hire somebody that you resonate with and that you really feel good with when you're talking to them, they need to inspire you, you know, and that's a chemical thing that just doesn't happen with everybody. And you can't just make that happen. So make Mm -hmm. sure that you have that for sure. Yeah. I love a coach who's very inspirational. Don't you? (laughs) Like I said, yeah, I do. I I mean, all of the coaches that I resonate with most are inspirational and that doesn't mean they're gentle or soft either. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you an example is that, One of the most valuable coaches that I've ever coached with was David Nagel. And, you know, there are a lot of people that have a hard time with him because he's direct. He's in your face. But you know what? I love him because he 
tells it like it is. It's like there's no bullshit. It's just cut through to the point. And if you can't take it, hey, then you need to maybe take a look at things because mm-hmm. here's the point. The point is this is the reality of what's going on. So exactly. I kind of like in-your-face coaches, believe it or not, even though I'm not necessarily an in-your-face coach. But I, I do have some very direct things about me. Like when we're talking about people's money, Mia, it's really important that I am, you know, steadfast and not like wishy-washy. Well, if you feel like doing this, you could. That's not how I talk to my clients. It's like you need Mm -hmm. to be doing this and you need to be doing it now. You know what I mean? And here's why. Mm -hmm. You know, so it doesn't mean that, you know, you don't want a coach that yeses you to death. Right. Right. You know, just because. Otherwise, you'll you'll get nothing done. Right, exactly. Right. The biggest yeah. times of growth come through the biggest learning experiences, which are not the easy, lax times. Mm-hmm. So if you are in a growth spurt, you may feel like you're being turned upside down, and you probably are in many ways because you're probably going against the patterns that your body recognizes as, you know, what is comfortable, And so when we go against what we recognize as comfortable, we go into a space of the unknown and our body starts to freak out a little because our subconscious doesn't like going into unknown Mm -hmm. places. Mm -hmm. So these are our biggest times of growth, and we do have to get through them. And one of the ways you can do that is to have somebody by your side, not literally physically, but, you know, who is mentoring you okay, Mm -hmm. to get you through those times. And that's the really important thing because left to your own device, if you are going through a really tough time, you are probably going to give up. I would say 99.9% of the Mm -hmm. time without, you know, some type of guidance, you will give up on your own. Yeah. And, And so everyone understands, everyone who has a value and holds dearly the work that they do, including coaches, we all hire coaches because it spurs us on. Did you know that therapists have therapists, psychologists have psychologists, psychiatrists have psychiatrists? Because it makes them better. It keeps them in alignment to support and help others clearly. Well, and not only that, I mean, they have to grow too. Like if... If I'm going to hire a coach, right, and I'm going to be growing and that coach is not going to be growing, eventually I'm going to be caught up to the coach. And Mm -hmm. if I'm going to continue to work with the coach, they always have to be one step ahead of me. Exactly, yeah. You know, so 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 part of, you know, them getting, part of even being a coach and getting mentoring is to be able to be one step ahead always of your clients as well. Yes, yes, exactly. So let's talk about the thing that I think is uh, everybody's most unfavorite part (laughs) of business, and that is the finance or the money portion of the business. And it is super important that you hire an accountant or a CPA who you resonate with, who can help guide you on what type of structure to set up for your company. Like, for instance, should you be working as a sole proprietor or do you need to set up a corporation of some type? You know, whether it be an S-corp, which is a pass-through, or a C-corp, 
or an LLC. You know, and so if you don't know what type of business would be best for you to set up, then hire, you know, work, having a meeting with a CPA and that would be the person who will eventually do your taxes. It would be good to kind of have a meeting when it's non-tax season with this type of person to see who you would like to hire to do this work for you. Now, your CPA is incredible for guiding you with, you know, how much money to pay for estimated taxes, whether to set up a payroll structure for yourself, um, how to handle, you know, money that you should be putting away for taxes, you know, as far as, you know, what, how much you should put away for money to pay for quarterly payments. So this is somebody that can help you plan for some of your financial needs that you're going to need to be dealing with, especially when it comes to tax season. Now, the difference between that person and a bookkeeper is that the bookkeeper really works on your day-to-day finances. So, for instance, I'm going to give you an example. Your bookkeeper would be the one entering all the data and reconciling all the data, you know, the money coming in, the bills that you paid, the credit card information, everything that happened financially from a transaction standpoint that is something that your bookkeeper would be handling on a day-to-day basis. That doesn't mean they're going to work on your work every day, but they may do all of that in one month or they may do it in a couple days. It just depends on the type of service that you're hiring a bookkeeper to do. You can have a bookkeeper who comes in and physically pays your bills, or you can have a bookkeeper who just downloads the information into accounting software after you pay the bills and just, you know, categorizes things and reconciles things so that you're ready for taxes when that time comes. So everybody has different needs as far as accounting goes. What I recommend for people when they're starting out in business is to hire an experienced bookkeeper who can work with you on understanding what's happening with you on a monthly basis in your business so that you know what you're selling, what you're spending your money on, what's working and what's not working so that you can make changes before they get out of hand or before you lose tons of money that you weren't expecting to lose. So, you know, when you're proactive with working with an accountant, um, one of the things that I work with a bookkeeper on when I first start my business is the financial part of a business plan like to make sure that the business that I'm going into, it's viable, that I have an opportunity to really make money and that there is a level of profit available in a business like that. You know, a lot of times we have no idea what kind of expenses we're going to incur. We don't think about these things. We don't even know how much we're going to have to invest in a business. And so hiring somebody to help you with creating the financial portion of that could be very valuable because all of a sudden you know, oh, okay, I need $25,000 to start realistically. And if I have $25,000, then I know that I'm going to spend X amount of dollars on this and X amount of dollars on that, and it's going to take me three months, you know, to get everything in place before I start making money. So there's all kinds of things that you can do working with a bookkeeper or an accountant to plan for your business before you even start it. 
which can be super valuable, and it can save you a lot of money on your initial investment into your business, you know, before you end up, you know, diving in head first, running amok, going places that you would never thought you'd go. That's fabulous. And we also an accountant, which, which I think is very cool. I love my accountant. I've had him for years. But he took over when I started this business, I guess just like my other ones, and does my licenses every year, renews them, everything. So see all the benefits that your accountant can do. I hear some of the crazy stuff that Bonnie does for her people, and I'm like, wow, that is so cool. Because (laughs) the more that you you can make somebody's life easy, if if it's part of the plan, if it's part of the system. um, Right they're going to stay with you and they're going to recommend and refer people to you. Exactly. And that's, you know what, and that's something that's super important. It's like you can either make your clients your ally or you can turn them into your enemies, you know, or you can just, you can just kind of like, they could just be neutral and go off into the yonder. So you want to make Mm -hmm. sure that you make your clients your allies because when somebody says to them, you know, I'm in trouble or I need somebody that does X and they know that they had that same issue and you help them resolve it, don't you think they're going to refer you? Of course they are. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that's important. Yeah. So assistance or a VA, a virtual assistant. Well, you know, a we, lot of times before, we need that. Yeah. Hold on, Bon. We, so are you saying that the bookkeeper is also underneath the accountant because we had put down coach, accountant, insurance, bookkeeper, assistant, or VA? So, yeah, so the, a okay. bookkeeper is separate from an accountant, but that's one of the yes. five people that you need on your team, yes. Okay, cool. One of the five okay. key people. And then the fifth person that is good to have on your team is some type of assistant or a VA. Which is my favorite. and right out the door you might not be able to hire somebody to work for you full-time doing this type of work so part-time if all you can afford is part-time then you hire somebody part-time to help you but remember you want to make sure that you have something for your assistant to do so Mm -hmm. your assistant is not the first person that I would hire out the door I would hire the coach before I would hire the assistant because the coach is going to give you information that's going to lead to work that you can have the assistant do. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. And when you um, hire an assistant or a VA, which is a virtual assistant, they now are everywhere where you can hire somebody who lives in another state, another country to do your work, to meet with them. You'll, you see if you like them. Um, I, in fact, it's crazy because I used to want just an in-office assistant, and so I had one. But I find that I get more work done with my virtual assistants. And so see what your team will look like as far as your assistants as you grow. You may be in a position where you need a project manager or one person that we're bringing on on my team is a media manager at some point because I do the radio, the hosting of shows, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Make sure that your virtual assistant or your assistant, whether they come in, make sure that there's respect there because you're going to want to wring their neck. Make sure that there's respect on both sides, yours and theirs. Make sure that they know the programs that you're using or that they can learn it quickly. 
Um, make sure that you set down your rules. I want this return by X amount of time. Remember, this is just like having somebody in your office. You hand them something and you say, I would like it back in 24 hours or I'd like it back in two hours or what time could I have this back? Now, remember, a virtual assistant, you are not unless you hire them as your sole assistant. Oftentimes, virtual assistants have other clients as well. They become a service that supports businesses. Right. Especially if they're part-time, you have to understand that they are working for somebody else, and that would be normal, you know? Right. Right. In which you're paying them an hourly rate instead of a monthly salary. So if you require a lot of attention for your work, which is, you know, obviously most businesses do, you can also hire somebody um, at your rate, you know, if, if, you guys negotiate that, and that works out fine, too. So there's solutions all the way around. If you're just starting out in business and you're on a shoestring, you might find somebody in India or another country that you will want to work with as a virtual assistant. Sometimes they, you know, will only charge you, you know, $8 an hour, $10 an yep. hour. Instead of, you know, $35 an hour or $45 an hour. So remember, you sometimes you get what you pay for, but you can find magic in other places. So just be diligent about searching and seeking. And this is your business. So have fun with it. It's like women who love to go shoe shopping. You know, you're so thrilled and excited to look at all the shoes. Treat your business that way. Be thrilled to meet people. This is part of the community you're building and the outreach. When you get known for supporting others in your field, there's a huge step that you become in your community, in that industry. And it's really important. We've talked before about community, so I just want to share that, that being a community supporter, a leader, is very powerful for your business. Absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, I know that these people are kind of really key people that, you know, everybody should have eventually within their business. But there are all kinds of other people that you are going to probably end up hiring along the way, even if it's for, you know, a project, a day, Mm -hmm. you know, an item. So I'm going to give you some some examples, and we're going to talk about why you would hire this type of person. Yep. So these are not my favorite people, but they are necessary. <laughs> Attorneys. <laughs> Is that terrible attorneys. that I said they're not my favorite people? I have oh my God. my respect for attorneys, I guess because I wanted to be one before, but yeah. <laughs> okay. So attorneys are key if you are going to uh, start a corporation if you need any type of contracts drawn up, like, for instance, if you have a partnership or, you know, you have an LLC and you have different members in your LLC, you need contracts drawn up. A lot of times, if there is more than one person working in a business, then there needs to be, like, a working agreement drawn up. I know that when I had um, my initial company that, you know, where I was doing Sex Butter, I had a business partner, and we had a working agreement. And that working agreement stated all kinds of things, but it was like everything to like what she and I would each be doing within the business to what would happen if, you know, we couldn't get along anymore. 
So, you know, these type of agreements are really important if you have any, if you are going into business with people, as an example. That type of agreement is very, very important. If you ever partner in a business, and I'm not talking about collaborating together, where you each have your own business and you come together to create one thing. I'm talking about you guys are business partners, you, ha- you own a business together, you need to have a working agreement. Um, a lot of times you need independent contractor agreements. So those are people that are working for you that are not employees, that might be working for you by project. <clears throat> they work from their own home or their own place of business in their own time, and you guys work together. That's an independent contractor. So you might need to have an agreement for independent contractors. There are different kinds of agreements that you might have with people, with client agreements. So if you're a coach, you need to have a coaching agreement that you send off to all potential clients. So you might need to have that type of agreement drawn up. Mm -hmm. So there are many things that we hire attorneys for aside from going to court fighting a legal battle. And so for business, you just need to know what those things are. Do you have anything to add to that, Mia? Yeah, it's really, um, you will discover at some point in business if you're hitting enough, if you're knocking on enough doors or making a big enough stir, meaning that if you're out there doing work, being seen, having people pass through your, your, either your store or your website, whatever it is, um, you are going to come across somebody who wants to cause, even, this is different than what Bonnie's talking about, but somebody who may want to cause trouble. I've had a stalker before that I've had to have an attorney do it, you know, to, to stop that. And these are, it's important to know you know, to have somebody, even just to have names, to do the research so that you can call quickly in the time of need. So I, I really find that an attorney can be extremely helpful. Yes, absolutely. Okay, and then, like, <clears throat> here's an example of something that I actually hired recently is somebody to support me with social media. So that might be a person who... <clears throat> Um, has multiple talents. A lot of times, you know, like you might need to create different kinds of materials to display for marketing. So that person might be able to create those materials for you, like what something that we call memes, which are images that have words across them that, you know, give, you know, some kind of statement of some type. So recently I hired a VA or who is working on supporting me with social media. So she's creating memes for her. So I've given her images. I gave her um, statements that I want on the images, the URL of the website that I want on there. And she's creating these images, and then she is actually posting them on social media for me a few times a day. So that's one thing that people might need help with is social media support because I know, I don't know about you, Mia, but when I get busy with the coaching or working with clients, being on social media is like the last thing that I end up focusing on. Exactly. And also, we have a life, right? So we can only do so much stuff in one day. Again, hire people so that you can actually make money and use your genius in some other place. Exactly, exactly. And so the things that you're not the best at, let somebody else do. Exactly. And so you had said that, 
your social media person was able to support in creating the memes and all that. That's fabulous. I have a, yep. uh, I have a graphic design team that I go to all the time. One, because of the magazine that I own, and two, because um, I just like things to look a specific way. But what Bonnie did is very smart because she's in a different price bracket. She was able to save money by hiring somebody to do both of them rather than sending your graphic design team, you know, 50 different things to make for a month and then sending it somewhere else. So that was really smart, Bonnie. Well, and I figured, you know, this would be more efficient because even if she created like 10 or 20 of these things and just started getting them out there, it would be a lot quicker than, you know, waiting, waiting, waiting. So I I think that that was important. And I got this person for 8 bucks an hour. So here's the thing. The help is out there. You just have to go out and look for it. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Exactly. exactly. So um, I, I have to say, I have to say that yeah. having a good um, graphic person in your back pocket will change the way that your business looks because you need help with your logos. You need help with banners, yep. say, for websites. You need your website. Sometimes you have to have specific pictures added in there and you need things on the pictures or you need it to be darkened or lightened even if they're professional photos that you bought from a stock image company which that's something else that i recommend if you're doing a lot of advertising or especially for coaches spurring on people to get their emotions moving with what you're saying you absolutely want to have somebody well a stock photo site that you enjoy using um in your back pocket besides the graphic artist Oh, absolutely. Definitely. Definitely. Um, okay. And then you may need to hire an editor at some point. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have copy, right, for your websites, for your sales pages, for your opt-ins, for the book that you may write, um, for blog posts, um, all kinds of things. So you may need to hire an editor or you may even hire somebody to write some actual things for you, but that person would need to at least do research or have information on the topic that you're, you know, that you're an expert in if they're going to be writing on your behalf. And the Mm -hmm. other thing is you would want them to see what your writing style is so that they can make it look like it's coming from you instead of like it's coming from them. Exactly. And this, this saves a lot of heartache, time, um, you have your method of, of what you want across. Your business is your business. So what Bonnie said about finding somebody that matches, that can collaborate with you to support you is very powerful. Um, we did that with my book that's on my website for sale, on, on my spiritual love site. I, I wrote it, and then I had somebody come in and just sparkle it up a teeny bit, and that was very powerful. Even you, Bonnie, when you were reading it, you were like, wow, these are great, man. I'm like... Well, I have to. Keep <laughs> Those weren't even my words exactly, but it's okay. <laughs> exactly. Because we wanted to dazzle people, you know, right. and bring right. them in. So it is important. Yeah. Absolutely. So another type of editor you might need is for videos or for audio. Like, you know, like for instance, when I shoot video, I don't know how to edit my video, where Mia knows how to edit her video. So I have to hire somebody to edit video for me. Or if, you know, I'm doing an audio, then I need somebody to hire, hire somebody for audio. So these are all important things that you may need to hire somebody for. 
I know for sure that if you're going to be in business and you're going to be the face of your business or you have a product business, you need to have incredible photos taken of Mm -hmm. either you and or your product. You know, a lot of times for me, I do pictures for me and my product for sex butter, and then I do pictures for me with money for all my money stuff. So, you know, you want to have a really great photographer. I can tell you that it's really super important to have a great photographer, and here's why. Um, If you have a photographer that stresses you out or that is in panic mode or seems to take too long, you could end up feeling stressed while you're in your photo shoot and it's going to show on your face. Mm -hmm. And trust me, you do not want to see stress on your face in professional photos. Mm -mm. Absolutely. You know, I recently Um, had an experience like this and mm -hmm. I have to tell you, it was really challenging for me because I was feeling super frustrated, and I really had to focus myself. And I noticed that at the beginning of the shoot, a lot of the images that were taken had, like, that very stressed look on my face. And once I saw that, I really did something, you know, while I was in my photo shoot to shift my energy because I didn't want to be looking like that. So fortunately, I saw that towards the beginning, and I was feeling it, and I was able to shift it so that, you know, the rest of the photos later on in the shoot didn't have that look. But I think that that's super uber important. You want to make sure that you're relaxed, that your photographer makes you feel free. And look, the truth is it's, it's stressful being in front of a camera if it's not something you're used to anyways. And even mm-hmm. if you are used to it, it's still stressful being in front of a camera because you have to be on. Right. And, you know, we want to see you as, um, as coming to your business. We want to know who, you know, again, the Internet has opened up so big that we now know and can have everything at our fingertips. We want to see you. Make sure you guys have, no matter what business you're in, there's always something about the creator, the founder, whatever it is. Flip that in. If, if it has absolutely nothing to do with you and you're such a big corporation, cool, very cool. Then you don't need that. But you still need amazing photographers to keep whatever, whether it's the building you're photographing, whether it's your boardroom you're photographing. It doesn't matter. Have a couple of photographers that you feel comfortable with because sometimes, you know, sometimes somebody's not able to make a shoot. Remember, hair and makeup is important. Even for men, it's important to have hair and makeup because your hair could be bed hair and you not even realize it because that's the way you are. Or you could have, you know, like a pimple or the reflection needs to be powdered out, whatever it is. Um, You know, and, and photographers will do that with screens and lighting and all that too. But have people that you feel comfortable with. Again, talk to them ahead of time. I have a great uh, in-house person who works, Stephen. He edits my audios and some of my videos. Your assistant can also, should be able to refer people like that. Put everything on your assistant. Have them, you know, even the virtual ones, have them have a file for you so that you can just say, like me, Michelle, will you please call Laura and have her create, you know, this or that? Laura's our graphic designer right now. So it's really important that you feel comfortable, and I can't express this enough, 
as just as Bonnie was saying that you feel comfortable taking your photographs, you want to feel comfortable in your business all around. So we, we totally agree with the, yeah, with the whole editors of both written photos, videos, audios, everything. Right, right. So look, you want to look professional, you want to be professional, and so you need to have support to be that way because nobody does it alone. Nobody mm-hmm. is the one woman or the one man show on their own all the time. Everybody in business needs a level of support. I mean, even if you think you have you you are a solopreneur, you know, like what they talk about, solopreneur, I work for myself, I'm on my own. The truth is you probably have somebody that helps you with something. One thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you unless you're filing your own taxes, doing all your legal work, doing all your accounting work and doing every single detail, which means you're probably not really making the money you should be making in your business because you're focusing on the little things and not the things mm-hmm. that are really your area of expertise. Exactly. So it's a big deal and it's important that you do get support you need in business, not only to move your business forward, but to keep your business flowing, you know, keep the money coming in, keep the expenses lower to know what's happening in your business and to be able to keep more of the money you make and benefit from those things that you're spending your money on. You know, so if your business is losing money and you and you're you don't understand why it's time to like start talking to a financial person about what's happening in your business from the financial parts. If you feel like your website isn't um, you know, getting the click-throughs that it needs, people are going to the site, but then then nothing's happening, then you need to refine what's going on on your site. So you might need the help of some editors. You know, there are, wherever you're having challenges in your business, there is help out there. So just make sure that you do focus on getting the guidance you need so that you can have the thriving business that you're all looking to have. Absolutely. Absolutely. And make your business fun and enjoyable. You're spending anywhere from zero to 16 hours a day in it. So zero, that sounds funny. I was going to say eight to 16. You're spending your your life in your business. So make sure that it works for you. Also, something that just popped into my head, and this is more of a compassion thing, but we are going through a hard economic time, but it doesn't have to affect you individually. So if you have friends, family, and there will be people who are wondering why you can make so much money and they're struggling, be compassionate. That's just something that came in because sometimes we can make ridiculous amounts of money per hour, but what humanity or society doesn't realize, you know, to have a full running business, you have to continue. And this is why knowing where your money's coming and going, what Bonnie talks about is so important because you want to make, you don't want to just make $325 an hour for one hour a day. You want to fill up your eight-hour schedule or your five hours or however much so that you're making, say, if you have the potential, you're making 1500 a day. I know that sounds crazy to some people, like, wow, that sounds like an attorney's fee. But you can make money. So be compassionate, be open, because they do go hand in hand. I, I, we believe totally in the energy of, the way that we put out is actually the way that people will treat our business. And we've both expressed that with many of our businesses to just, you know, be as kind and 
loving and supportive of the world and things do come back, believe it or not, everyone. It's all about energetic. Right. So another, the last type of person that may be somebody that you may want to consider, you know, on your what I would call team is somebody to collaborate with. Like I know that, um, you know, Mia is somebody like that for me. Like we have worked together to collaborate on bringing business and finance mentoring or business and money mentoring together. You know, a concept that is not currently in, in existence out there. Um, I also have partnered with another person <clears throat> for my for my body reset program, who's an herbalist because her area of expertise is more in the area of nutrition and herbs. So this is somebody that I partner with for purposes. So we partner in specific projects together and we bring certain things to you together. And a collaborator is great because it's not necessarily something that you're paying. It's somebody that you're working with for a common goal. So I'm working with Mia for a common goal of coaching people on business and finance mentoring. And that is somebody who I am collaborating with. And we share in the revenue and we share in the expenses. So you can set up collaboration in a variety of different ways. Some people, the other thing that's important that we haven't talked about are affiliates. Affiliates may be somebody that can help bring you money by selling your products or services to their clientele. So an affiliate might make commissions from you just for recommending or sharing information that you have that some of their clients might be interested in. And so even though that's not somebody that you hire, it is somebody that you can collaborate with to both earn extra money and have a greater marketing effort when you're promoting something that you might be, you know, in the market to sell at that point in time. Mm -hmm. Collaborators are very powerful. Um, You can do it in in any aspect of your life, but for business, it really, when you have somebody that wakes up your brain and brings something new to the table that no one else is doing, you, you also feel good. We don't do this because, we do this because people in business, they do their business because they enjoy it. Yes, they have to make money. But you, I don't know of anyone. I know I've heard people unhappy in business their entire life. But I can't imagine that there is no joy in somebody's life. So with a collaborator, you can discover all these areas of where you want to expand to. Somebody who is feeling, somebody who is feeling restricted needs absolutely needs a collaborator to explore and expand outward. So, Bonnie, we have just a few, like, 30 seconds left of the show. Would you like to say anything before we say goodbye? Well, just to make sure that, you know, you understand that everybody needs a a little help now and then and that there's nothing wrong with asking for help. There's nothing wrong with seeking out the help. You know, it's a lot easier if you can work with somebody who's been there and done that before because a lot of times you can avoid a lot of mistakes that you might be making on your own. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, wonderful. I'm glad that you sent us out with that because that's very good. Everyone have a beautiful weekend. Thank you, Bonnie. This was a great show. Uh, We're out.
See you next week.